Motherfucker, that motherfucker, Ice Pick, Cousin Rick, Eric Hicks, whichever name you should choose. Just call it, just, just whatever you call to my face, make it nice, you know what I mean? But we up in here, I got the Aboriginal with me. Yo, yo, you already. Then I got, I got, not one, I got two special guests, sort of. The first guest I'm going to introduce, I call her Miss Chantel from the She Gets It podcast. She's kind of one okay. of she's kind of one of my uh, inspirations and, and and somebody who who shoes steps I want to follow in and all that good shit. But and why I fuck with sis though, sis got like five different podcasts. Like she she got her joint, then she got her she got a joint she do with somebody else, then she got another joint she do by herself, then she got an, like I can't even keep up. I'm I'm, I'm listening to her like kind of all week sometimes. You know what I mean? But. We got Miss Chantel from the She Gets It podcast. Say what up to him, sis. What's good? What's good? And if you want to catch other podcasts, yeah, Cozy Boom, you have a little Patreon there. 
Yeah, loudmouth cereal and the real relationship with poor. You know, I talk a lot. She talks a lot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she talks a lot, but that's what the business is about. So you know what I mean? And I got a special guest now. I just met this young lady on Facebook because I got to explain to the Aboriginal how I met sis. And, and I don't want to talk about nobody bad because, you know, I, I fuck, you know, I fuck with Kai Kai and, and the, I call them the fake black feminist motherfuckers on Facebook and shit. But I came across Miss Aaron. I'm in Facebook jail. So, you know what I mean? So, I, you know, I still scroll past certain shit now. You know, certain conversations, I'll read the comments just to see where everybody head is at and shit, but very rarely when you got these fake black feminist bitches on, I ain't mean to call them bitches, but when you got the fake feminist chicks on Facebook and shit, what be bothering me is like, dudes will go back and forth with them and argue, and you know what I mean, because they just be on some bashing nigga type time, you know, most niggas, you know, they 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 say something and shit, but... Uh, that, that, they say that, then that turns into a whole, like, they be having a beehive. So as soon as you comment and you comment the wrong thing, it's now it's like 50 on one. You know what I mean? But sis actually, she commented from an open-minded, you know, a, a regular person that, that, you know, that been through life and went through things. And, you know, she was, nah, y'all can't be acting like that. Because I think what they were saying is, once I had the baby, the baby got my last name and fuck that nigga. You know what I mean? So this was like, no, nah, it ain't about that. It ain't a possession. And you know what I mean? You co-parenting. If you co-parenting from that point of view, you co-parenting wrong. So I had I hit sis up. I'm like, yo, you my hero today. But again, don't too many females come on and post and, and, and try to tell them them B words that, you know what I mean? They tripping. But we got Miss Erin in us from, and she's from Charlotte, North Carolina, Kakalaki. So that's why I had, you know what I mean? That me and Sistin had a conversation on the side, and I'm like, I knew, I knew, that's why I had inboxer. God be putting this on my heart, you know what I mean? Just to speak to certain people. But we got Miss Erin in the building calling there. Say what up to him, sis. What's up? What's up? What's up, everyone? Calling out of Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm a political operative down here. That's my that's my number one thing I do. I, I run the streets and the politics and everything. And um, like he was saying, I, I have a, a very great view on things, and it, it sometimes gets me in trouble. My mom always told me my mouth is going to get me in trouble. <laughs> they told me the same thing, too. And, and on top of that, because I thought I was the renegade when it came to going to... Um, Facebook jail and shit. I thought I was the renegade, but sis told me she got banned for life on Facebook. Then she appealed it and then got her banned for life taken away. Because we was talking about, I was like, yeah, I'm in Facebook jail. She's like, ain't you going to be in Facebook jail more than me? I'm like, oh, no, sis. Like, listen. I said, I just only been out about a good seven days and I'm back in that motherfucker. But listen, they be mad at me because yeah. they say I don't get reported enough. Every you know I mean? day, you don't even, he be soft, man. We ain't going to get it to because he give it all the way raw, close your air style. But. <laughs> I think what it is. Yeah, the last band, the last band I had was for telling racist white people that they were racist white people. Yeah, listen, I got put in jail for saying white devil. Like I'm, I, they wow. be very select. Like when it's niggas talking that real shit, 
I don't know how this nigga got the pass, because he got he never even seen Facebook jail. I don't know how this nigga got the pass. Shit, I was in there for a minute, cause but I was I was I got one band, but after I said like I ain't gonna hold you ever since I started screaming that I am the church shit. They left me fucking alone. Talking about I don't live by these laws of the land. <laughs> shit, don't tell me how to talk. <laughs> yeah, because it was like, it's just like, I didn't claim that shit, like declare who I am, like under my shit. They just left me fucking alone. Mm. But yeah, that's who we got in here this weekend. We about to get this shit cracking. Before we even get started out, I'm going to say shout out to Italy. That's the newest nation of jail and it's on our listening ship abroad and shit. Okay, so, okay. you know. We're doing some little things kind of quietly over here a little bit. But let's get this shit to fucking crack it, yo. I, I want to start off first, right? Because with the podcast shit, y'all know I'm, I'm trying to get the merch, you know, the clothes and t-shirts and all that type of shit popping. And I, wanna, I just want to say this. And it's not to target women. But y'all women, entrepreneurs that starting out y'all new small businesses and whatever you doing. When I'm coming across... It's like when women don't meet them expectations or them, them business deadlines, then they want to play the, well, I'm a single mom. I got these kids. Uh, uh, listen, sis, I ain't asked you about none of that. I was inquiring about these, this, and whether it be T-shirts or, matter of fact, what, what made me come to this is, is somebody, right? She do the, the I fix your credit shit. So she, and now mind you, Y'all, I, I be sending my my episodes out in Facebook inboxes. So she probably got about 10 inboxes from me. She never replied to. Might have replied to one or two. Oh, all right, I listen. And she hit me up out the blue like, I need a favor. Can you post this on your page for me? X, Y, Z, boom, boom, boom. All right, I'll do, you know me. I, I do it. I, I could have been on some. Nah, nah, I could charge you for that. Like, what you talking about? <laughs> you right. might not know the line of business I'm in. But that's something I could charge you for. But I said, fuck it. You know, when you, when you playing the game and shit, you do a couple favors to see what that shit gets you. You know what I mean? So I posted joint on her. She gave me the whole drop copy. Just pasted, posted, all the boom, boom, boom. So I'm like, I hit her back. I'm like, well, since I did that favor for you, I'm like, you know, I can, I just told her something like, like $10. Give me $10. I could put, I could say that on my podcast for you. Give me $10 an episode. I mean, the episodes you want me to put it on there. So, you know, when I hit her with that, she like, all right, cool. So I send her the cash app. I don't hear from her no more. <laughs> so, you know, I'm sending out my episode. I send her the, the, the latest episode and shit. And, you know me, I just play a lot. So I'm like, I like, it's cool. You don't got to send me the cash app, Joan. Like, least you could do is just listen to my shit. Uh, she hit me, and this is early in the morning. She hit me with like three paragraphs. First of all, don't be disrespecting or coming at me like that. I'm a single mom. I got this to do. I said, okay, sis. I said, if I offended you, I don't care. <laughs> you just have a good day. Like, nobody want to hear all that. Like, you're a businesswoman. So, again, it's time for you to handle some business on you and... Nobody asks you how many kids you got running around the house getting on your nerves and shit, cuz I don't I don't care about all that. When it's time to handle business, you handle business. Don't bring don't throw the personal shit in there trying to get some sympathy. Ain't no ain't no sympathy, cuz. Like I, I'm sorry you in that situation, but I don't care about that. That's what I was about to say. It depends on uh like how you mess with that person in that business. I don't know her. I 
don't know you. She live in Lancaster. I'm in Harrisburg. That's a 45-minute drive. I don't know you from a can of paint. I feel you guys, but it's the same thing of, like, motherfucking McDonald's mess up your order or some shit. I, yeah. Again, so if they fuck up my order at McDonald's, I don't want to hear them saying, well, <laughs> these them kids was getting on my nerves. I'm, I'm in here flustered, and I can't get my mind right because the nigga at home whooping my ass, or you know what I mean? He won't come get... I don't want to hear none of that, cuz. I just want my fries hot. I don't want no pickles on my double cheeseburger. Every, I, this is one thing about business, though, because we ain't got to understand as black people, because white people understand it. I ain't got to like everything about you because I do business do with business. you. I and I ain't got to like your business 100% because it supports your shit. You know what I mean? But I like you enough to uh, keep doing business with you. Keep, like, fucking just building. For business, it's, it might be good for business. It's like pyramid building. You know I mean, yeah, but we yeah. got to understand it as, as, as our people and understand it enough to not criticize so much. It, it's, it's good to give criticism because it makes us bring each other up and it's good competition with having like competitors and things like that. But we can't be competing against each other more than we competing against these other companies and shit, my boy. Oh, no doubt. I definitely, listen, she, she fixes niggas. Okay. Go ahead, Sam. For me, it's a few things. For me, it's when when someone might promote, let's say they promote a clip or a snippet I do or a t-shirt for me, I'll respond with a thank you. But at the same time, if they promote something they have, you don't ever have to ask me, hey, can you post this on your page? Hey, is it okay if you share this link? I'm happy to share that link. I share people's podcasts all day, people's merch all day. I fight with my friends who have businesses to order a product from them, and they refund me back and send it anyway because of the amount of support I do without asking. So to me, for somebody to be in business for themselves and also work a job from home with two kids, and I can still do five podcasts, mm. I hate when people give me a long-winded no. Or, and that's what that was. Or even Nobody. get some excuses. Like, no, again, like you say, you do. Because it's a good excuse and a bad when excuse people... to give as a business owner, like even when messing somebody's order up. It's like you say, you just don't approach me like all, like I messed your order up, fuck you type shit. But like, right. let a motherfucker make that right sometimes. You know what I mean? The word ain't right. always bad so, business on our end. So for me, like, I even, I've been promoting slots on my podcast that I could give you a pre-roll for this much. I could give you a mid-roll for this much. If you have a business, another podcast, whatever you're doing, where you want to push it, I can make space in my podcast for you. Man, I, I post by probably like five, six shows a week. So you missing out on promotion. Every episode is... Uh, hold on. Wait, wait. Because I told y'all, she's the hardest... Listen, I was on her... I, I think I might have been on one of her joints like about a month ago, right? So then she got to breaking yeah. down all the joints. She, I'm like, that's where you even get the time to talk this fucking much. And, and then them joints, though, like... <laughs> The drink we did, all right, that was a modest. It was like a little hour. But then the other drink she be doing, she be on that joint like two and a half hours. So, again, it be shit like that where I don't want to hear your excuses when it's time to handle business. Every business ain't the same, though. It ain't, but business is business. What up, bro? Bro slaying through and shit. Uh, but, yeah, go ahead, sis. 
And I was and I was on nigga time a little bit. And I started out on time, but but when you and, and that's the thing, but see, it's it's not it's not as that's the thing. It's who you working with. If you are working with a hundred women and a ten men, yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna have get more issues with the women. Exactly. Right, about that. right. So I'll give you even a, a, a different perspective. Every campaign I've had, I've worked with black men, and I tell you when I say y'all are the most difficult people to work with. But I've only worked with black men. I've never ran a black woman. I've strategized for a black woman. And she was, I love working with her. Her name is um, Victoria Wallington. She is the city council woman down here. Look her up on any of the councilwoman video, um, any video. She's, she's bad. Like, uh, I love her. She's like a girl crush for me. I'm, I'm heterosexual, though. Either way it goes, the men that I've worked with, I've had some, I mean, they are, black men are stubborn. They don't want to listen. They think they know everything. Um, and yeah, they're late. They're late, and they usually have a good reason as to why. Because y'all good at coming up with it. Look, first of all, you don't even know me like that to be coming at me like that. See, exactly. <laughs> and see how quick you are ready? You see, you see your reaction? I was just about to stop you. I was just about to say. Now, both of y'all are probably like, hold on, hold on, fuck that shit. I ain't like that. No, I'm not saying you are. And that's, I understand that you're not saying I am, but when we, when we group everyone into a, a, um, a, a label like that and people find themselves being offended. So it's not just necessarily black men. It's all, it's everyone. There are trifling ass people in all walks of life. Right, right, right. And but like you say, if that's the majority of what I work with, I only can speak on who I'm working or who I'm dealing with. You know what I mean? So. And even the businesses we be speaking on is black people. Because a lot of these businesses, like I was saying, because it's almost like home-based businesses. You know what I mean? So it's like understanding that these people... It's not saying not to, like to give an automatic pass to these people for not being professional, but we know these ain't damn professional businesses. We like grassroots businesses that we're trying to build up. You know what I mean? So it, basically what he's saying... The businesses are still going through their learning curves on learning how to be a professional business. Oh, and like you say, oh, motherfuckers yeah. just might not have it in them, period. No matter how many businesses you got, if you don't got that professionalism in you or at least had an open mind to want to be courteous and learn, then you, your business exactly. might not ever have that shit. You know what I mean? And, you know, yeah. God bless you unless you disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> That's that slave mentality. You better get out of that shit. Yeah, shit. Man. But uh, let's get it. Hold on. So we're going to get We're going to break down Miss Aaron doing what Miss Aaron doing down there in Charlotte. Because me and Miss Aaron had a nice, nice, real conversation. And we was talking about the um, what's going on. And, and for people, people like me that been out my unemployment last June and I still ain't got shit yet. She kind of explained why that process is like that. So, Miss Aaron, let them know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Let's touch back on that conversation we had. Well, like I said, I'm a political operative, um, which is basically data analytics. Um, I, I run political campaigns. I also work full-time for a major U.S. bank doing AML investigations. So, basically, I investigate people trying to play the system and, and steal money and and, and, you know, you, you done got you a kilo somehow and you need to you need to find a way to flip this 25K in your shell business. But see, I'm the one that catches that 25000 So So um, we were talking about, you know, 
they're making men do this every day. That ain't shit. There's some people. My uh, my kid's father has a two-year-old, so he has a two-year-old sister, while he has a seven-year-old daughter. They're making men don't give no fuck. They just want to make sure they dick work. Oh no! You said he got a two-year-old sister. He has a two-year-old sister, while he has a seven-year-old daughter. Yep. I'm all for that nigga shit. Listen, I got a seven-year-old brother and a seven-year-old son. They 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 gonna be going to school together. That's my uncle. I don't know. Hell no, I'm 40 years old and got little motherfucking brothers running around. Ah, uh, like, the aboriginal. Listen, we are the ab, the people of the aboriginal. Aboriginal. I'm gonna try to just think off top real quick. I think the aboriginal might got about nine brothers and sisters. Now he gotta think to try to correct. Like, he gotta stop and think. That's just my dad too. Man. Just my dad. Hey, shout out to them niggas out here, man. That they. they See, the problem is with men, our peace work to the day we die. We can impregnate a chick. We could be 97 years old. And if you get this dusty ass nut up out of here, that shit might spread. <laughs> I, my, I, my father is older than my mom's dad. When, when my father made me with it, with my mom, they were 30 years apart. Damn. Hey, back into that money no. though, that money, that money talk you were talking about. What did, what was the uh like how how was they just robbing the people for the unemployment, like outright? Miss Aaron? I didn't hear you. What did you say? I said, how was the uh like the data shown as far as the government is uh, uh state of Pennsylvania just robbing us up here as far as the uh unemployment? How are they handling it, or how? I didn't catch that beginning part of. I said, how did was the data uh found like with the numbers and shit? Like how many well, people is they about like is they robbing for this shit? Oh, how many people? Mm-hmm. Hundreds of thousands. Again, what say I would say I would say at least half a million accounts. Right. right. That are fraudulent. Are fraudulent. Are fraudulent. Mm-hmm. And look, and we had now think about it. Each one of those got between seven and twenty thousand dollars. Some, some that's on average. Some of them got up to thirty in a uh, drop, one drop, one or two, three, three disbursements. Like disbursements. I, I saw a few people in Philly who didn't work for the last a legit job for the last four years that got payout for uh, unemployment. That Listen, I know niggas yeah. that was seeing what niggas was getting and quitting their job. Like, fuck, I'm going to go to work for it. I can get 20 bands real quick. Like, Right. And then and, up here. And I'm, I'm not even I'm not even knocking the scammers because, to be honest with you, these are everyday people that have came across the link. And they're like, oh, shit, I can get to it. And the crazy thing is, like, some of these people are taking these money and they are literally investing in businesses, buying, um, um, Bulk products from overseas companies, clothes, electronics, printing. I see it all. These people are taking this money to basically give them the dream that they've always wanted, freedom of working from working for hourly wage or at least not their worth. And it's so sad because these people are, it's almost an entrapment. You know, she just said she got a couple of people that, that got, got large payouts and she know they ain't never worked. 
you know, a legit job in three, four years. In North Carolina, you ain't getting nothing. North Carolina verifies you from top to bottom. Like, you have to verify your identity, where you work, how much you made, all of that. But it, it, apparently in PA, there is no accountability system set up within your government. Hey, hey, don't be talking bad about my state. <laughs> we Sixers over here. <laughs> oh, I'm not. It, it's not. It's not just PA. It's Texas, Illinois, Ohio, Connecticut, Hawaii. The I've Trump seen states. It in Florida, Georgia. I've seen it in Arizona. I've seen it in California. But it, it has a lot to do with the liberal push to give people money because of the pandemic. Now, I'm an unaffiliated voter. I am someone that has been unaffiliated since 20, 1999. I'm not going to be Democrat. I'm not Republican. I've supported both. I voted for Don McCain in 2008 primary. But I voted for Obama in the general. Now, that's the type of person I am. Now, I'm not criticizing PA. I'm trying to let you guys know that y'all's money is being stolen from y'all. And it's your government's fault. And it's not just PA. But PA is the biggest, um, unfortunately, the biggest culprit within this scheme. That, of course, they just not verifying who is claiming y'all's money. That's y'all's money that they're giving out. That money could come to you, Aboriginal. That could come to you, Eric. That could have been a fucking... A grant to y'all so you can start your own business. They sitting there giving out thirty thousand dollars to people just putting their name in the system. Why can't they give you thirty thousand to start a new business? And that was why that. I bought it to Eric. This is the part though, to where if it's like the scammers that's doing it though, I ain't mad at the scammers. Well, she said she ain't mad at them either. We listen. We I just I, we said can't I ain't never mad be at mad at no nigga get a lick long as you ain't take it from me. I don't care. How you got that money? I like. Right, right, right. So the, it's, the, it's the fact that if, like, the government gave it to them and they gave it to them and shit, because it's a lot of them, they going to try to get back with, like, saying, like, oh, man, y'all was getting overpayments and all that bullshit. And what I was about to say, too, though, it was an article back in the winter in the, in the, in the paper that they were saying that they know they had their names up. Niggas that was in jail, people was using people's in they, they in jail and people yeah. was claiming shit from them in jail. They said crazy thing about all that shit cuz is like this ain't really niggas that's doing that type of shit cuz niggas don't do that type of crime so well the africans just, did, i don't know cuz the africans put a they kind of the scam they just getting into the swipe and shit and all that Ooh. shit like as far as like coming from the city and shit motherfuckers with they wasn't doing all that shit down in pa cuz it wasn't into that swipe and shit and all that shit but the shit that's going down that she talking about is like you said just said the words like like the fraud shit, a motherfucker using yeah, other names. But that's still considered scamming, though. But they, like, if they using that shit, cause I ain't mad at them for using some fucking body else's name and getting that fucking money. Like, I don't care who name you fucking use to get that money. That's the gut. Like, the, let the government track you for that shit. Just don't, just don't use my name. I, I'm cool. I understand what you're saying. The word like that money could be gone. It could be coming to me and this, this, and that. But that government don't be giving motherfuckers no money any motherfucking way. You know what I mean? Well, so I ain't going, apparently, I ain't going, they, apparently they do. After 2020, and again, the government then gave out buku bags. No, apparently they do because they, they just passed something. They gave out buku bags because it was a damn pandemic. It ain't never happened before in history where the government just started but giving niggas out money. There's been other pandemics and they no, ain't gave nobody shit. There's been other pandemics and just been other shit signed. It been other shit going on in law because with them giving away money and how the government gives out money. They always been giving out money, but they ain't never gave it out to yep. the fucking people. You 
feel what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, that ain't what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It is. The government ain't been giving out. Like I said, there's been plenty of. This ain't the first pandemic. It's yes, 2020. What other pandemic you know of, Because polio was a pandemic. Measles for was who? a pandemic. Chicken pox was who? A, For people that was living here in them times, nigga. Man, we was living here in them that times. What the fuck is you talking about? Huh? We was living here in them times. Of all that shit you just got done. So what later. I'm saying, it, it was other pandemics. And no, the government gave nobody no bags for them pandemics. That's what I'm saying, cuz. What is you talking about? <laughs> it sparked that weed up. <laughs> he just be, hey, Miss Aaron, he just be so ready to, to, to debate with me. We be, we, we have spent thirty minutes agreeing to disagree to agree. <laughs> I'm gonna definitely let him spin that one off like he was saying the same thing I was saying. Cause but he always get the grin with a nigga and I say what I say. That wasn't what the fuck he was saying. <laughs> you got other listeners, cause I ain't the only one listening. To this. I, I, you hear I had to explain it. The way you ain't explain it how I explained it, girl. No, I'm never going to explain it how you explained it. He's the deepest one, no. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be disagreeing. I'll, I'll be on the surface. This nigga be in the sand. Yeah, I'm <laughs> That's what we do, though. This nigga ain't eating this cold-ass fucking piece of cold shit. Cold piece, You got to feed the liquor. <laughs> got to feed the liquor. They ain't teach you nothing else. Yeah. But what up, Miss Shane? What you got going on in the podcast world? I'm setting up a uh, cozy room show uh, this whole month. I'm doing, uh, I'm doing uh, basically dedication episodes where people come on and they talk about the love for their father and not anything negative. Um, so I got That's three shows dropped for that. That's so um, I got one, two, three, four, four shows set up where she gets it. I got one show set up this week for Real Relationship Report, one show for Loud Mouth, and three for Cozy Room. So I'm just setting them up. I don't know if Miss Aaron yeah. can come on that show talking about that love for the dad. She did throw her dad under the bus early. <laughs> Shit, it's their respect. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, though. Yeah, hard. Yo, yeah, that's your new name. I'm about to change your name <clears throat> to the hardest working woman in, woman in podcast, yo. <laughs> I, look, yeah, listen, I, I strive, I want to get like you, like you, you know. What's up? I, I was saying podcast is where it's at. I love podcasts. I love listening to podcasts. I listen to NPR and, you know, that's nothing but talk radio. So I'm, I'm not, now that I know about both of your shows, I'm really tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I just think um, if... Uh, the fathers today actually hear grown-ups talk about the things that they treasure the most or appreciate the most for fathers. I feel like it kind of will put a boost in fathers today's step as to being more involved instead of just making sure they have money for child support or making sure you go see them every once in a while. Like Those are not the things that anybody that I'm talking about remembers about their dad. So that's why I want to put these um, episodes out because it's, it's real, it's real like memories and experiences with men who stepped up to be dead that were not biological and uh, men that are biological with grown men who are still mending their relationships with their dad. So it's really good. That's dope, because the men need some fucking flowers out here and the girls don't be trying to get them no fucking flowers. That's dope, sis. 
Especially the, uh, yeah. what they call it, the fake black feminist females. <laughs> oh, they, they, no, like, they wipe their feet. They wipe their ass with a nigga's hairline. Uh, like, they, they suck the hair. Well, yeah, I love to get on a show with them. It's Chantel. That's, let me, am I saying your name right? I just want to make sure I'm saying it right. It's, it's Chantel, but don't look like that's not like that. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Chantal, like Chris Bow. Chantal. Yeah, but I didn't so tell you to understand, but it's just like, I think women who really dig into men and make men feel less than, especially the men that they chose to be the fathers of their children, is because they're not dealing with their their hurt or their bitterness towards yes. the men that should have been there for them. Because when the you, you talk to a woman who has a good uh, relationship with with men in her life that she was brought up with, and grandfathers and her dad or somebody that stepped in to be her dad, they don't have that animosity. No, they don't. That's a fact. Yeah, it's it's a really it's actually sad. Um, and for me, I've never really had great relationships with men. I've always been abused. I've been abused ever since I was a little girl, um, and. I even told Eric, you know, I'm I'm in a um, protection order right now from my daughter's father, um, and um, and it's not because he it wasn't it's not physical abuse. Um, I've dealt with narcissists, and I don't know if anybody has ever dealt with a narcissist, but they're almost as dangerous as psychopaths. Oh, um, and so um, they stop. Oh, yeah, this they, is a crazy situation. Yeah, uh, you're going to have oh, to explain that one real quick. This, ain't, a phys- this and, ain't physical, but it's yeah, a... Uh, that's the first time I ever heard yeah. that, sis. And I'm not even mad at you, what? but that's just a new one. Like, you got, you said you got a PFA, what? and it wasn't got a PFA physical on a man, abuse. and it wasn't, pay, it wasn't physical abuse. He was just, oh, like no, you said, no, he, no. Was, he, he had to have you stalking. Oh, 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 okay. No, he threatened my life. He threatened my life, and he broke into my home more than once. Oh, that's, and then that's, more than that's enough. Yeah, that's now. But he has put his hands on me. But the reason why he hasn't is because he's smart enough uh-huh. not to. And and the times he has put his hands on me, he will grab me in these huge bear hugs and squeeze me to where I can't breathe. But see, the law in North Carolina says, "Had did he grab you by the neck?" And see, he's smart enough not to grab me by my neck, but he he grabbed he has grabbed me. He has put his hands on me. He's never hit me. But my point was, I still can recognize that he is that little girl's father, right. and I just dropped. I just I laid with that man, and it was the reason I did. And I recognized that, and I recognized my own role in that. And I don't want to. I don't want to displace that guilt I might have within me on him. Right. But will I? One thing I will not do is accept abuse in any form from anyone, right, and that's right. where I'm at at 41 years old in my life. Uh, period. I'm done. If you cannot respect me the way I respect you, then fuck you. Definitely. And that is where we are with him and I in our relationship. He doesn't respect my boundaries. He breaks in my home. He threatens my life. He threatens my son. He threatens my son's father because he's so oh, jealous yeah. of him. Oh, yeah. um, so. Yeah, I, I had no choice to put the protection order so I could protect myself legally. You kind of, no, nah, you, but you misrepresented said, that when you said it like that. You was like, 
Because he already was physical with you anyway. So, the, like you said, what fucked us up, you couldn't see our facial expressions. But you said he <laughs> You say, I don't mean to laugh, but you say I, he ain't do nothing physical. I, think, I can't remember what you said, but how you said, said it. There was no physical abuse. Yeah, but that, you, you went through the physical. It might not have been nothing physical that, that pushed you over the edge to, to, to do what you had to do. But you definitely dealt with the physical abuse. And stay, even once you get well, the threatening kid, me, threats too. That's That's enough reason too. Yeah, and see, the thing that it, I guess I, when I speak like that is I speak kind of like on the legal gar jargon because in North Carolina, uh, unless they physically put their hands on you, it's not physical abuse. Um, but like I said, he has put his hands on me. It's just he knows I'm a fighter. So if he ever hit me, I'm going to hit him back. I'm, it, it, I'm not one of those, oh, my God, don't hit me. Oh, why are you doing that? But I'm not, I'm, I have been abused all my life. But my whole point for saying that, you guys, was I still recognize that he is her father. And even in drafting this custody agreement, I still want there to be room for him to grow so he can have a relationship with her. And on that post that Eric caught, that caught Eric's eye, that's what I was trying to tell these women, that it's not just about you. You laid with that man, and that right. man is that child's father. Unless he raped you, you lay with that man, and that is that child's father. And if he does not impose a direct threat to that child, you can't sit here and say, my, 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 fuck that nigga. No, you, that's exactly what you did. You fucked him. Yes, that's what happened. And you need to take responsibility and for that. And what's crazy, they play that. Don't want to do that. And they play that my, 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 mind game, but then when you're left alone to financially support that child now you're mad it's all yours right you, you want to control see, i ain't even mad like i make more money than him anyway i mean i don't give a fuck about money I, i'm fine i'm too fine with my money all my own thing is respect me that's my whole thing respect, respect me, me. This bitch. female male but respect me period i don't need the money i got my own yeah i um dealt with that a little bit um, and even through all of the going to court, probably over like 30 times one year, um, oh, just, so, so, just so he can admit what he did, I still was like, the fact that the judge ordered, I didn't say I wanted it, but the judge ordered that um, there would be another additional year, um, no contact. He didn't see our daughter for a year, and I felt bad the whole time. But at the same time, it was like, you can't, you can't come in between someone who doesn't respect boundaries. Oh, yeah. Right. There's no. I'm going to tell y'all, like, I, I'm going to keep it all the way 100, man. Fuck that. I ain't sugarcoating shit. Because I'm going to tell y'all, like, I tell my uh, sisters, man, if y'all feel it, because like, I don't like what, uh, Y'all don't feel funny with them motherfuckers just selling in y'all fucking problems, like selling in y'all disputes and shit, like the law work, the word like, do that shit really work? Because I tell my Let sisters, like, if y'all really get into something with these men, like, pop the ass, because if they getting anything with y'all physical, like, pop that nigga, because cause, y'all know what's really physical and what's not. It when you're a mother, it doesn't work that way when the father... When you're, listen, when you're a parent, period, you can't play to just pop that ass shit. Man. I pop that ass, and I don't pop that ass in the legal right way. I'm in jail now. Who's raising my kids? Pop that exactly. ass. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I wish ass. it was that simple. I would, 100 years ago, I probably could, you know. No, and you got to think about it when it comes to the world of women. 
I actually posted something the other day about how judges and magistrates in North Carolina are locking black women up based off the word of their abusers, locking them up either in jail or in the mental institution. So imagine a woman, uh, let's say I never put this protection order, never told the police, never called the police, never put out there in public records that this man has been harassing, stalking, abusing me for the past 18 months. If I had never put that out there and then one night I shoot that nigga, yeah, they're going to hit me with cool. they want. There's nothing to back up or collaborate my story that he's abusing me. But if I do shoot him, Right now, bust his ass, cuz. 
bust his ass. And like I say, you just better make sure you, 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 you cross your T's and dot your I's in the state of Pennsylvania before you bust some ass. Especially if you're in the circumference of your home or some shit like that. Because the goddamn judge lady just got away with doing it to her damn husband. You said a judge. I don't give a fuck because she's a woman. You said a judge. The woman because they never had a history of this shit. to the black fact. This nigga is crazy. See, he did a head full of ass. He did an ass full full of time, though. So it's easy to have that mindset. Some of us ain't ain't been to jail for real. Yeah, because I ain't cooperating. Some of us don't want to go there for real. Yeah, y'all ain't cooperating type. I ain't no no cooperating type. If need be, again, I'll do my time for for certain people. I'll do my time. It's a difference even between doing your time and going to the hole, guys. Everybody ain't saying nothing you talking about. I'm well, about to get into the black back real quick. This is what we do every episode, sis. Well, we drop a black fact just to get, you know, this is the jewel I try to drop. Now, you know what I mean? Wake people up. Just to let them know how how many, how, how many of us created or... I'm sorry. You got, this nigga got me all befuddled over it. But just all our contributions to, to, to life, period. You know, from your inventors... To you know what I mean, everybody, your activists, even the even the political people that ran. You know, I've even shot out your rappers and your entertainers too. But for this week, and I wish I could have got this information last week, but this week on episode thirty-three for the Black Fact, this is something I stumbled across on Instagram. So I don't even know how accurate this is, but I felt it was cool enough that I'm gonna share it for the Black Fact. So what I was, what I didn't stumble across is that Memorial Day was created by former, by former uh, slaves to honor black soldiers. So it says, know your history. Memorial Day was started by former slaves on May 1st, 1865 in Charleston, South Carolina to honor 257 dead Union soldiers who had been buried in a mass grave in a Confederate prison camp. They dug up the bodies and worked for two weeks to give them a proper burial as gratitude for fighting for their freedom. They then held a parade of 10,000 people led by 2,800 black children where they marched, sang, and celebrated. Um, according to Blight's 2001 book, Race and Reunion, the Civil War in American Memory, a commemoration organized by free slaves and some white missionaries took place. This is something else just backing up the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was that was you know I, that's crazy. I, I stumbled across that though on Memorial Day and shit. So that was a new one to me. You know what I mean? So I figured I'd put that out as the black fact for this week. Man, what fucking type of black fact is that, Cuz? Hey, listen, nigga, though. Hey, What's wrong with the black fact, Cuz? Cuz who the fuck made that shit? 
I said from the rip, I don't even know how accurate it was. Okay. But if this is some real shit, cuz, like, that's dope. You know, can I give a person up, cuz? Cause we, let's make, let's get a name for these motherfuckers, cuz. Nah, cuz, cuz you could've came with your own black fact if you don't like the black fact, cuz. So, yeah. we going, cuz, and we ain't even gonna keep doing this, cuz. Like, like, cuz, we ain't even gonna keep doing this, but that's the black fact for this week. We about to take a quick break, make sure this shit break down right. And we're going to get right back to it. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Cousin Rick from the Close Your Ears Podcast. And ladies, I got a quick tip for you real quick. You got to check out Wild Damn Foxy Hair. Wild Damn Foxy Hair specializes in customized, truly glueless units. Meaning no bands, no adhesives, or no pricey installations needed to attach. So, ladies, that means you can put the Gorilla Glue down. Because with Wild Damn Foxy Hair, you need nothing extra to make that hair stay in place. Also, check out the website at wilddamnfoxyhair.com to sign up for one-on-one virtual wig-making classes. That's the latest, truly glueless technique no one has mastered in PA. That's right. You heard me. One-on-one virtual wig-making class. Your damn kids don't get that much attention with the virtual online learning right now. So, you got something good going on for you. And that also means that Wild Damn Foxy Hair isn't just selling you wigs, but teaching you how to make your own, helping you save and even possibly earn money. So, hurry up while slots are still available. The deadline for June enrollment is May 24th. So, just pay your deposit of $200 to reserve your spot. And then pay the remaining balance through payment options available offering three echelon levels from your favorite master instructor, Latora B. Again, that's wilddamnfoxyhair.com. Check this out. Support a black-owned business. And back to the show. Alright, we back at it. I had to go put this nigga in the headlock real quick, man. They ain't talking all crazy. Don't close your ears. And we got with us back now. We got my little motherfucking nephew, Nasser, up in the building. Well, he actually been sitting here kicking it the whole time, actually. But he let he said, nigga, I'm talking now. <laughs> <laughs> Say what up to him, guys. What's up, what's up? Is my name Nas, also known as Nella's son. For uh-huh. all the listeners that listened a couple times before. And I wanted to join in on a conversation. I I like to talk. I'm I'm on here now. Alright, yo. We're back from eating this cold pizza. <laughs> no, I mean, we're gonna go into a couple of the little trending drones I have before we get up out of here and shit. My, what's the score with my sixers, yo? I don't even worry about like two minutes left. Down Ten. <laughs> we only down seven. This nigga nervous because we put the dub, the dub on it. Yeah. We put the dub on it. I told him, nigga, we in Philly, nigga. We beating niggas for the uh, PUA money and shit. Nigga, we probably leading the state, I mean, the nation and all the scamming shit right now. <laughs> nigga, listen, niggas is out here bubbling. No. I even got a stack of food stands. Like, niggas is out there bubbling. Right now. That's- that's what I said. I ain't mad at nobody up there getting that money, man. Can't be mad at them, man. But when they come back for it, they coming back. They coming back. Yo. So check this out. 
And it's funny how that shit plays into the, this the pop that nigga falls into this topic right here, right? This is something else I stumbled across on the news. On, 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 yeah, the news, Instagram and all that shit is the news. <laughs> Real shit, but at Dunkin' Donuts, it was a, a black man working at Dunkin' Donuts. White dude. I guess he wasn't unhappy with his service and shit. He parked, he come in, come in Dunkin' Donuts. I'm assuming he called him a couple niggers or coons or, you know, fucking porch monkey, you know, whatever they say when they be mad about the bagels and, and coffee and shit. Uh-huh. Cracks him. Cracks him, knocks him out. He fall, he crack his skull. Three days later, white dude died. Now, guess what? He got aggravated manslaughter. Wow. Uh-huh. You gotta stop and think, cuz. Like, uh, again, certain situations, again, you your life in jeopardy and, and abuse, again, like I say, so I couldn't all the way disagree with you. I ain't going to be mad if, if, if sis, fuck it, this happened, bah! I ain't mad at you, sis. We definitely could have handled that a different way, maybe, but I, you know. Because you got to stop and think, like, damn, my man about to go from mixing coffee to that upstate coffee. That's the one thing about, like you say, just with uh, reacting on someone disrespecting you out and here. Just, with the and it's just words. words. Don't don't take that disrespect for just the thought, like you said, to make yourself not think and throw your life away about something, cuz, cuz you will go behind that motherfucking prison wall, cuz, for about 25 years of life, getting disrespected by them guards, cuz. And, and look, you a nigga, you hit the old white dude, you know they hitting you with the Book. Man, like what you gonna do? A manslaughter is supposed to be like the lowest drink, though, right? So he'll probably still do like ten to fifteen. And you getting in all that shit for working for one of them companies and shit, just like you said, for somebody, somebody else fucking dope. orders dickheads, shit fucked up and shit. It might have been a nigga in the back that that shit. You <laughs> know what I mean? You just don't get a wreck for this shit. Is you know what I mean? I went to Dunkin' Donuts and did the same three weeks ago. <laughs> Yo, sis ordered. I was getting my sis up. She wanted like I couldn't even pronounce this shit first, so I'm in there like read this whatever that is. That's what she want. <laughs> but they they she wanted uh, extra cream. They charge for the cream cheese and shit, cause so I, I got two bagels. I didn't even order two bagels. It's supposed to be one one camel meal tea or whatever, and a, uh and a bagel. They give me two bagels. And one cream cheese. So I'm like, all right, I ain't even asked for this extra bagel. But since you gave me two bagels, why wouldn't you give me two cream cheeses? So they like, we got to ring it up. Like, oh, what the fuck you got to ring it up for? Just give me, you know what I mean? But I ain't know. I was spazzing because you know how you know how I get it. And there's little A-Rabs and shit. Like, uh, you know what I mean? But I'm talking to Kai on the phone. I'm like, nigga, here fucking my order. And the dude say something. Like, nigga, I ain't even talking to you, number one. And you ain't even the one that fucked it up. But... Since we taking it there, yeah, I, I, I gave it to him. I know you like, he didn't go crack. Yeah, he didn't crack you, right? That's what I like, man. A job's a job, cuz. You don't like, man, you better think. Nah, man. Yeah, like, yeah. don't throw your fucking life away from them fucking companies. It's like, it's even like how they got motherfuckers. It, it could be the, the, uh, like how Big Baby and them come in that fucking cuz for stomping on that fucking Celtic drone like that, cuz. 
You seen that shit? Oh, nah. See, I heard, oh, oh I heard KG says something. KG said something, then Big Baby said something because about Kyrie stepping on uh, the Celtics drink. Those niggas played for the Celtics for like three years. Yeah, man, shut the say, fuck up. Because like, like, you ain't played for them your whole damn career. Because like, right. this is just teams. Somebody you work for, cuz. You know what I mean? And you just want to act. Like the Big Baby was talking about, cuz I'm going to put hands on Kyrie when I'm sleeping there. <laughs> <He> <laughs> might, big Baby got caught in that motel eight years <laughs> with them bricks and choppers. He going favor for a favor type of shit, man. <laughs> Fucking with them Irish people up there, man. They don't even like niggas up there. That was crazy. But yo. This is a thing um, for like that whole situation with the guy at Dunkin' Donuts uh, killing this guy. With black males, (laughs) with black males and women, we get treated the worst no matter where we are. But at the same time, black people have to owe it to themselves to recognize that any way this goes, they're going to look at me as the worst. So I got to be able to check myself no matter what situation I'm in at all times. And I think a lot of young people have not had that training to be like, I need to always be able to check myself. So a lot of young people today, they on edge and they do shit like that and they don't think longevity. And now he's fucked up after doing something that we all would want to do because it was deserved. But at the same time, he didn't know he was going to kill him. So we don't we don't we don't get the chance to make mistakes, but we see white kids go into courtrooms and be like, Oh, his parents are prestigious and they do this in the community, let's give him probation. That'll never happen to us. That'll never happen to us. So when it comes to black and people tie up women no matter what. They look at us that we're not worthy, so we have to get the work. We always got to be an example. And listen. So we have to walk up and always have to second guess what our next move is going to be all the time. We go to work, we got to second guess what our next move is going to be all the time. Even though we are being the ones, we are the ones that are being mistreated, we can't always go to HR and complain about our boss because then we look like we the ones getting laid off two months later. Or safety violation. That's all it's <laughs> This nigga was jaywalking in the parking lot. Yo. <laughs> Speaking about that, right? My job, I work at Hershey, right? They just put out these speed bumps in the parking lot. <laughs> See? So at my job, there's a lot of older people that work there, right? Well, we got three cases of somebody tripping over one of the speed bumps and getting hurt. So we, the company puts out a huddle meeting, puts out a paper report, and says, hey... If you are not aware of your surroundings and trip over this, we will use disciplinary actions mm-hmm. against you. They got two slipping falls in the <laughs> Wow. You got disciplinary actions against you, and you can be in your violation. It's a safety violation if you trip over their speed bumps in the parking lot. to apply wow. to this motherfucking place. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I, I, my bad. I'm sorry that I wasn't vigilant enough to see this speed bump. And I trip, but to cover yourself, I'm getting fired or I'm getting days in the street. That's where you know they don't care about us at all. You ain't bagged up that much candy. 
<laughs> you just don't be caring about us, guys. We got to have our own. I mean, I mean, this week alone, we're celebrating, or not celebrating, or remembering the 100 years later of the Tulsa Massacre. I mean, black people, for ever since we hit Plymouth Rock, we can't gain any type of wealth without it being destroyed, period. So it's across the board. If you're African-American in this country, you have a foot on your back. Yeah. Instantly. I'm pretty sure everyone on the show is aware of what Black Wall Street was. I mean, can you imagine if Black Wall Street prospered and yeah, was never destroyed? Yeah. And it kind of would have been we smarter to do that, you know, around them. But, I, you know, I'll just be digging in the bag. So, you know what I mean? It'll be a lot of time. Like, we will be able to our... Um, our hospitals be black, like Jewish people have hospitals. We will be able to um, have banks that are black, that are all over the country. We will be able to have black schools and people not look at us like we crazy, just like Jewish people get to have. We will be able to have our own ambulance, our own lawyers and law firms where we only hire black and people don't look at us sideways in our communities where we only let people who are black in here and people don't look at us different. Every other ethnicity can do that except black people. Right. Except black people. We can't own land. We can't own businesses. We can't own food. We can't own anything. They're going to come for you. Man, black power. We ain't scared of all that. Let's you know go man? get it. <laughs> Tell them to come on, but see, we got to go get it and be in position. Like, once you know we going to get this again, because we got to get it together. Together first, yeah. But then we got to know once we go get it, yeah, and then we're going to have to protect this just like every other group of people that got their shit, too. You better believe. Because all we got to do is I unify, because we ain't got no... Amish motherfuckers more prepared for butt, war than no, we are. not, cuz. <laughs> Don't believe that shit, cuz, because the only thing... And it's not funny, my nigga. It's not that big of a fucking joke to even be laughing, for real. Because <laughs> now I got to get serious, yeah, guys. Because like, all we got to do is unify, guys. But we ain't unified, so we're losing. It's, so what, it's not... Ass not nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just why I say that. It's a play on it, but they're more unified than us. Okay. If you ain't unified as a people... Go ahead, sis. I was saying I had a question for Chantal because I know she's on it. What do you think would have happened if they were successful on the insurrection day, if they over if they overturned the government and got Trump back in the office? What do you think would have happened? <laughs> Who would have been the first people they would have came for? Awesome. <laughs> it would have been us. It would have been black people. Y'all think the insurrection, the insurrection is just the precipice of what could happen. If they would have been successful, they would have rolled up in every black neighborhood in this country and massacred all of us. But what's so crazy, I live in Georgia. People were ready. There were gun store lines outside in the street where people were lining up to buy. The thing about it is, white militia have been training for this for decades. Okay. They're organized and they're plentiful. The NRA is 96% White. Uh, we can go get our guns all we want now. We ain't ready for that type of war. So let me ask you this though. Why why 
Why would why do you think they would have came and massacred us? Why do you think it would have been a massacre? Mm-hmm. Oh, it would have been. Why is there always a massacre to make an example that we are less than and they want to let themselves know that they are here and they are in power? I only ask that because like like I say, I I never heard I never heard that aspect of it. And this that's that's definitely it makes sense to you know what I mean? I, I ain't arguing about it. But it's like to me, like it's like they already massacring us anyway. They've been massacring they, they are, us. But but to see just regular, regular, I work at Home Depot, and today I joined in with other white men to come here and overthrow Congress and come in here and just fuck up shit. That was test to see what we can do. Now the next grouping of what they planning. That's going to be worse than what that was. It's going to be worse. They've been planning for this. Pay attention to the white militia. They've been planning for this. They hate people of color because they know what the United States is going to be by 2050. It's going to be us. It's definitely more than white just a white militia, y'all. It's, it's deeper than what y'all see. That stuff they showed us on TV was what they wanted us to see. So it's like... Let me tell you this. They always show black people on TV what they want black people to see and be right, feared. Right. Let me the, the Georgia Board of Education just passed a bill where they will lessen and not talk or teach about racism in the classroom. Because they don't Thank want the students of other ethnicities to feel bad about what people in history have hey, done. That I don't like. want you to feel bad. So hey, hey, listen, I don't want to feel bad for what I've done. This is where I got. I got to get my history up though, because with all due respect, y'all, I'm telling y'all, like y'all must got us fucked up as a people to where these people is scared of us. It's not the opposite way around to where we're scared right. of them. Right. You know what I mean? Like we always. But been, they don't want to the power. It's, it's like it's even with like when you, like when y'all said the y'all talking about the insurrection. I could talk about the Million Man March because I was there, and it was like in ninety five. Which one? The second one? It was two of them. I was at the second one, the not the official one. I was at the second one. <laughs> yeah, this nigga deep. Ninety five. But listen, because it's, it, it's you can have a like when I was there because. The first one, because they got all the politicians in them out the city. You feel what I'm saying? They were like, they got away when they seen that many black people gathered up like that, because, you know I mean? And it's like, if we're sitting there defending ourselves like how Black Wall Street was, but Black Wall Street didn't have an army, but if, we're, if we have our towns built up like that and we're able to protect ourselves like how the Panthers in them is bringing the uh, philosophy along. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different world out here. You feel what I'm saying? Definitely. But we got to stop thinking we can't do this thing and we can because the same way they built that town in Black Wall Street and Tulsa and all that, we can build these towns out here today because the money's not the problem. It's the, it's the unity the, first. It's the unity and it's the, the fear factor because the where people are they, scared to even do it. Because right. the economy's even saying it right now. The word because your motherfuckers got money Money ain't the problem. You feel what I'm saying? It ain't never been the problem, cause niggas always get money, cause. Mm-hmm. But we play so poor, we play so privileged out here, cause the word, oh, cause my baby gotta eat. 
My baby gotta do this. A lot of babies is fucking cuz obese out here, cuz. You wanna fucking get the talking power. You wanna be like, they need to fucking chill, cuz. Always talking about we need to eat, 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 eat. Like, cuz, all that shit they eating, cuz. They getting fat, cuz. They need to work out. Hey, hey Miss Aaron, so when, when they, what, what, what's that shit called? The insertion? What's it called? That's what they call it. Insurrection. Like that. Insurrection. Right. <laughs> insurrection. Did, did, that piss, did, that, did, that, did that piss you off? Like, how, what was going through your mind as you watched that shit? Well, as I watched it live, I was watching YouTube videos of people that were there. Um, as someone who has studied politics and love history and, and love the idea of what democracy really is, I was appalled because despite what we say about this country, we all are Americans. We were born here. With blood, sweat, and tears to hear this is our country. I'm not American. Yeah, ain't no Americans over here. Yeah. Well, no we have originals first. I was born here. <laughs> I was born in Michigan. I was born on this land, and I'm not going to discredit my blood, my sweat, my tears for these white folks. Um, I was just, I was disgusted mainly because if that had been black people, they would have bombed our capital to get rid of them. They would have came up with a reason to justify dropping napalm on the Capitol just so they could get rid of the niggas that were storming it. I knew in my heart, had that been a different demographic of people, it would have been another worse, quote-unquote, Tulsa, because they dropped the bomb on Tulsa. They would have dropped the bomb if that had been 250, 300,000 black people trying to storm in to stop an, uh, an election, uh, a unified election in this country. And i that was where my disgust came from. Because I was like, if that had been black people, this shit would have been shut down. If, I, they would have started shooting y'all with AKAs and everything. It would have been a bloodbath, and it would have been justified. And despite the, the everyone, like, holy shit, that was a massacre, it would have been in a complete concise of, of half this country saying, yeah, and they deserve it. And that was where my disgust was because there was such a hypocritical moment in our country. So nothing but a bunch of militia white boys running this in that country, in that yeah, with Trump just, flags flags and, and the Confederate flags, screaming to hang our vice president. Which and they hung is, the Trump flag to some up. People, they don't I'm sorry, that was gangster. They hung the Trump flag up. I was like, oh shit. They have, they have a Trump flag up with Trump Pence <laughs> screaming, hang Mike Pence. And it was, it, uh, to me, I'm just like, holy shit. If, if that had been any other demographic, this would have been, that, that wouldn't even gone nowhere near as far as it is. So that was my entire thought, the entire time. My thoughts was, man, this is white people problems. It kind of tickled me a little bit. I'm like, well, they acting like niggas. That's because like, if we do it, we better be ready. We know, yeah, we know we can't do it. So nigga, don't do it. Yeah, we better be the fuck ready. But if they want to fuck their own shit up, I mean. It's your house. Yeah, I mean, you want to fuck it up, that's fine, that's cool. But... Yeah, had that been black people? Had that been black people? All it's, they be worried that, about, that was, all they be worried about with us for real is that we don't get the burning they shit. That's what they be scared of, cause we don't own the shit. Power, 
So they be worried about if we do it, we burning that bitch who down. Shit you, who shit you burning? Yeah, that they shit. Yeah. The ain't our shit. I might give a fuck about that damn shit, and they might ban us for this one. But uh, you know, I hope they don't. But that's white people have always been terrified of black people's, um, you, know, uh, you know, get back. And we see it all the time when black people are out working and, and they have to deliver in certain communities. We see that one white guy that wants his name and wants to know why he's here and is shaking with his phone in his hand, threatening to call the police. I need to know your name. I need to know why you're here. Like, all of that is them in fear of what we're going to do because they know how bad we've been treated. Mm-hmm. And they hate, they hate to be checked, and they hate for black people to stop their... Go ahead. They hate for black people to know their rights. They hate for uh, black people to be on top of their shit and to be cool and collective when they are being like that. And that's why a lot more black men need to be taught how to stay cool and collective when white people are on their white shit. Even when Mahoney was thinking he was getting his get back and Dunkin' Donuts and look what even with the get back. So y'all scared of something we can't even fit. We can't even we can't even get back for real. Y'all still scared. It's crazy. Shout out to my new listening family in Italy. (laughs) 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 y'all hear about what's, what so what's going on with um with with, with little with little sis that she she dropped out of the um the tennis joint y'all following y'all follow the sports world miss osaka yeah what was that because her um her boyfriend was protesting and he got arrested um and i guess because of what he was protesting about he just needed like a mental break but this is another thing when it comes to sports where i don't i don't fucking like any sport in the u.s that black people participate when you are great and you give great entertainment and sports in the u.s these people these entities they feel like they own you you weren't supposed to show up here, so we're going to fine you for this, and you didn't wear this, and you had the nerve to wear this brand instead of this brand. They feel like they own you. And I love the fact that she took her power back, and she was like, I don't give a fuck what y'all charge me. I'm not coming. And she want to take a fucking mental break, and she plays badass tennis, good-ass tennis, and she was going to be whoever she was going to play anyway. Let her take a fucking break. I have no issue with her taking a break. Absolutely. Oh, I don't black either. people I have to stop dancing for white people's entertainment. I don't give how. I don't give a fuck about how much they pay. Yuffle, yuffle, yuffle. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. Football, U.S. football, ain't nothing but another plantation. Just stop playing. Football is another black plantation for black people and I don't give a fuck about who plays and how well they play. You can't tell me nothing different. Show me a black owner in football. Show me a black owner in football. Try to wear your own brand. Try to wear try, try to go on the football field and wear your own brand 
as a great football player and see how much they fucking find you. And and let me tell you something about those fucking fines on the field. They get fined and that money goes to the old players who are basically broken from playing all those years and they go ahead and cover their medical bills. Them owners, they don't even take care of their players after they play. I'm all with you. You just barely leave Michael Jordan alone. It's a Sunday, and we gonna get real religious. You get this disrespect. It's the plantation too. I'm not here for this shit. All right, you want to talk about Jordan? Yeah, I stopped watching yeah. football. <laughs> you say you might be the ultimate one. Jordan huh? is the ultimate tax machine. I heard it wrong. This guy, he's still charging these niggas up from the nineties versions, guys, and these niggas are still going out there lining up for them old ass Jays and shit, cause like they out of pocket doing that shit. Cause. They, and they, they, they less quality. The older these Jordans get and the more they keep releasing them in different colors, stupid-ass colors, the quality is worse. You so you're paying for a less quality product because I bet you have a real collector that has Jordans from 20 years ago. I bet they better than the new ones that come out. I yeah. literally just said we ain't even going to go there. How did we even get there? I said we ain't disrespecting on a Sunday now. Man, fuck. <laughs> 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 we to go to home with this. Man, we team Kwame over here. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to speak. Kwame couldn't speak. Yeah, man. Well, well, listen, Mike. Before yeah. we get up out of here, because my phone about to die and anything, and I didn't took off enough of these ladies' time on this Sunday. But y'all know what we do before we get up out of here. What I like to do before we get up out of here is, is drop the quick tip. So, you know, anything you can, a little advice or alley you can throw somebody apply to their life. It can be something as simple as fry your chicken hard when you get from the Chinese man to, you know, you can go and get deep philosophical shit like the Aboriginal does in the middle of the conversation and shit. But start them off, Aboriginal, so give them your quick tip. Don't be shooting on them fucking pop shops, cause <laughs> that's one quick tip. With the second now, the quick the other one though is done, man. Don't be uh one of them old heads out here, man, letting your girl dress you and shit and some nut shit, man. Holy Don't be shit. one of them motherfuckers popping up at the events and shit on some old head shit, cause they told me the motherfucker hold the old heads accountable out here. I gotta hold the old heads accountable real quick, man. He said. Tell the old heads on some quick shit. Cause was crazy. Don't be motherfucking coming up there Listen, and talking about you dressed up no. like a dog on some nut Listen, ass shit. This is what's <laughs> crazy that you just said that. <laughs> up at the playground today, a mirror and motherfucking flame going at it, and they get to talking about shit like that. Cause they, I had me up the playground in tears. Cause oh man, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you another quick one. Nah, nigga, no. You gave two of them. God damn. Go ahead, sis. Aaron. Miss Aaron. Yep, yep. Uh, only got one thing to say, y'all. Um, you know, <laughs> go out here and get you some power and learn to play this game that's in front of you. Amen to that. Miss, she gets it. Um, what can I say? I want more black people, um, woman or man, 
to start putting money together and buying property instead of buying materialistic things that give white people wealth. Word. Black power. Yeah, and those all dope ones. And what I'm going to add to that, and, and on since we touched on this on the podcast, I'm gonna say stop and think before you react with violence, unless you're ready to do that time. Because again, a simple punch in the face, motherfucker could fall, hit their head, crack their head, and they bleed internally, nigga. Now you didn't call the body. So when we go to react, whether it's the racist slurs or the, uh, even if you know, when you dealing with abuse too, just before you make them life-changing decisions, just stop and think first. Make sure it's worth it. This is the Close Your Ears podcast. It's your boy Ice Pick. We up out of here. We got Miss Chantel. I'm sorry, Chantal, right? How do you say it again? Chantal. 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 You, have, you got Japanese in you. Yo. Yeah, they might have dipped. I ain't dipping. You still there, Miss Aaron? I'm still here. I'm still here. All right, Miss Aaron. She's out of here. She's still with us. But yeah, we about this motherfucker. Y'all enjoy y'all Sunday. I thank you for calling in, sis. I'll definitely be in touch with you, and I'm gonna definitely send you that link. Aboriginal, say goodbye to him. Y'all ready? We out of here. Yep. All right, y'all be safe. One.